1: Alright, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host as always, John Chapman, and good lord, uh, <laughs> I, I just want to say it is a pleasure to be online with you guys today. I have just spent the past hour and a half uh, troubleshooting technical difficulties uh it's so weird uh things work perfectly and then for some reason one little thing goes wrong and the whole world falls apart but great news uh, i'm here with you and this is exactly where i want to be as we are exactly two weeks to the day uh, i'm recording this i just went live it is two thirty eight p.m pacific time and man we will be having Even though it's going to be a weird one, uh, we will be having the NFL Draft two weeks from today on Thursday. So depending on where you're listening to this, uh, we're not too far off, and that is great. Now, a couple of announcements before I jump into what we're going to be covering today. Today we're going to be doing the People's Mock Draft. Uh, If you've been with me on Twitter um, for the past, good lord, um, 30 hours... I came up with this idea and, you know, part of this was from BD Peacock, you know, who does, you know, the 49ers, locked on 49ers, awesome guy, friend, uh, the show, He's, he's just a good dude. Anyway, he's been doing similar things with just the 49ers picks where you put up a poll and you give, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, let people vote, whatever the pick is, you move on. Well, I decided to do this with the entire first round of the NFL draft. Little did I know goodness uh this was going to be a, <laughs> a lot of work and the whole purpose of this thing was and uh, you know i if you want to look on twitter uh just hashtag people's mock and you can see all the votes and you know where everybody wanted everybody to go and all these things so i put up four different players for every single pick one through 32 and we had a couple trades so we're going to go even further than 32 but the idea was this allowing the people to choose um and it includes trades. So you know, you post three play, three or four players. Let everybody vote, and then kind of see where that goes from there. And it, I'm gonna be really honest with you. Uh, very telling what groupthink and all those things mean several thousand different votes uh, throughout this process and it took a long time as I said over 30 hours I was hoping to get it done all day yesterday but uh, it was 10 30 and tequila time last night and I just I I, I had to stop but uh, just finished not long ago and so let's run through it and and that's what we're going to be doing now I do want to say this, Uh, a lot of people who, you know, I've done seven straight years of putting my draft book, quote unquote, out there, which is, you know, I put all my advanced metrics that I measure, uh, pro football focus, detailed analytic stats, uh, things like that, some background information, how many brothers are in a family that I could find, you know, where the parents track stars and all that stuff. Well, anyway, I put this into a draft book every year. And what I've decided to do this year is this. If you are a subscriber on my Patreon page, I'm just going to load it all there. It's going to be there for you. Um, Several, good lord. I don't even know how many players I have, but you're talking 60-plus pages of draft profiles and all your information that you could want on player, my big board uh, on Excel where I rank in tiers each position, and the overall big board there. I'm going to put that up on Patreon. So if you're already a subscriber, I want to say thank you. You're getting all that information. Hopefully going to have that up by Monday. Now, if you would like to get this, again, last year I sold it, I think, for $10. Uh, to join Patreon, it's $8 a month, uh, loading videos over there. And want to let you know, it's very easy to do. Head over to Patreon.com, type in 49ers Rush Podcast. It's $8 a month. Now, here's the deal. Um, if you don't have money, I understand a lot of people are going through difficult time right now. Uh, just email me. Forty Niners Rush podcast at gmail dot com and just let me know. Hey John, uh work's been suspended, not getting paid, but I'm still interested in your draft. Uh, book I got you uh, I got you I understand Um, it's a difficult time for people out there and entertainment is at a premium and I don't do this for money yeah it's nice to make a little bit of extra money on the side but um, I want to share that with you so again if you cannot afford it and there's something going on with you know the coronavirus or work just email me 49 podcast at gmail.com I got you uh, money shouldn't be it um, shouldn't stop you from being the fan that you want to be, especially in this time. However, if you do have uh, extra income and you are okay supporting the podcast, everything that comes in through Patreon supports uh, all that this podcast is with camera equipment, all that stuff, uh, fees for pro football focus, and, you know, uh, whatever. So that's got to be on there. And again, it's more than just a draft book uh, per se, more than just profiles. It's a lot of background, deep digging info, that my team has kind of come up with. And then after the draft, if you guys want to stay with us, I'm going to be putting up on the Patreon page, every single player that the 49ers draft, the all 22 film, which I just recently was able to get for all college prospects. So uh, for example, we have seven draft picks currently, Every single one of those, I'm going to put basically every single play for each player we pick, um, the all 22, you know, wide angled uh, behind the end zone. So you're going to get your money's worth in content. I guarantee it. Um, yeah, a lot of people, <laughs> It's anyway, so please, 49ers Rush Podcast over on the Patreon page. That's where you're going to get that. Let's jump in. Let's go. The People's Mock. Um, again, trades are included in this. And, you know, I'm not going to, the ones that are completely lopsided, uh, I'm not going to jump into a lot of detail there, but I think that this is going to give us a wonderful snapshot of possibilities that happen in the NFL draft. Now, every NFL team does this exact same process. They just don't turn it over to Twitter. Um, they ask their own scouts and personnel execs who they think they're going to pick. So this is very similar process. So with the first pick, the Bengals are on the clock. The people I put up were Joe Burrow, Chase Young, and Tua. And I even put in a trade, which some rumors are out there now. Miami giving up number 5, number 18, number 56. And a 2021 first that got the second most votes, but 79% of votes, uh, over 800 people voted on this one. And again, each one just had a time limit of 20 minutes. So once the time limit was up, we moved on. So Joe, Joe Burrow goes number one. Now we move on to the Washington Redskins. You know, they're picking number two, and I really do think it would be in their best interest to trade out of this. Um, you know, the, the, Chase Young is clearly the best player in this draft. I don't think it's that close, uh, but he's not a quarterback, so he might fall to number two. Now, the Redskins have solid edge players. I put up Chase Young, Tua, Isaiah Simmons, who I think would be a perfect fit in Ron Rivera's defense. He loves linebackers, and then I even put a trade here, and I think, personally, if I was choosing, I would have traded out. Miami, number five, number 18, and a 2021 20, third rounder. So you Get two first rounders and a third next year for falling back three spots, but the people said hell no, and they voted Chase Young sixty six percent. He received a lot of the votes, so Chase Young is going to go number two overall to the Washington Redskins. And you know if this is the the pace that we are going to be keeping, then you know that's pretty typical. Now here's where Twitter went and had a wonderful time because for the number three pick, we're going to get a little bit of a change um the detroit lions are on the clock and here are the players i put up jeff Akuda, that's the most common theme there isaiah simmons and Derek brown defensive tackle for auburn but i put a trade in the chargers try to jump in front of the miami dolphins to go get tua they offer number six number 37 and a 2021 third round pick Now, (laughs) here's what's happened. I'm watching these results for 20 minutes, and this is all on me. It shows up, and it says zero minutes left, and I assumed it was done. So I typed in trade accepted right 37 percent the majority of votes were for the trade i typed this in the chargers jump up in front of miami to get their quarterback but guess what happened whenever it went from zero minutes left to final results it bumped jeff okuda up and he actually received more votes but once the twitter sphere has seen the results it was too late so the trade goes through and here's the deal in the NFL draft this year, there's going to be some interesting errors, whether people's internet crashes, uh, you know people hack into, whatever. That stuff is going to happen, so that's what I'm chalking this up to in our digital uh, coronavirus atmosphere. Uh, made a mistake, but that's okay. The I, I think this is what's best for both teams, actually. I think Miami is going to get the short end of the stick here. But the Detroit Lions back out. They get number six, number 37, and a 20 21 third to jump up for a quarterback. Um, I put Tua, Justin Herbert, and Jordan Love up there for the Chargers who jumped up. And obviously, Tua Tongavaloa, he won with 78% of the vote. So the Chargers get their quarterback. Um, they're going to get Tua. Now, this leaves the Giants up their fourth overall. Giants are weird as hell. David Gettleman has never traded up. He's never traded in the first round, period. Um, anyway, they're up on the board. I give them Isaiah Simmons, Jeff Akuta, Tristan Wirf's offensive tackle out of Iowa, and Mekhi Becton offensive tackle out of Louisville. And I was kind of surprised by these results, even though I do think it's a perfect fit for the New York Giants. 40% said Isaiah Simmons, uh, the linebacker from Clemson, and he's going to go number four. He's the number four player on my board, so I think that's a perfect fit. Um, He fits their defensive scheme. He fits every defensive scheme. There's not a team in the NFL... That does not have a place for Isaiah Simmons. Even the 49ers, who have the best linebacking core in the NFL, if Isaiah Simmons steps on this team, he steps in at strong safety day one. He would start over Tart, uh, and it wouldn't even be close. He could start um, in the nickel position as well, but um, you know, I think we're not going to have a shot to get Isaiah Simmons, but if we could, you would draft him. He is that good of a player. Uh, he even played free safety a lot. Now, the Miami Dolphins tried to jump up, but we're unsuccessful. So, what are they going to do? You know, do they stay quarterback? I put Justin Herbert quarterback up. And then I put Derek Brown defensive tackle, Jeff Akuta cornerback, and Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle out of Iowa. And here's the thing you know, you look at Miami and all the picks they have. Obviously, they have three first rounders, but that's not all they have. They have, I think it's 12 picks in this draft. So do they just go with best player overall? Do they get their quarterback? They go quarterback here overwhelmingly. 73% voted Justin Herbert quarterback Oregon. And I got to let you guys know, not the biggest Justin Herbert fan. I know the 49ers are not looking for a quarterback unless you're a certain uh, 49ers writer um, whose name I shall not mention. But uh, there's there's always you know a couple people that are never happy. But Justin Herbert goes to Miami, and he will step in there. Now we are back to the Detroit Lions, who fell back from 3-6. to six. They're back up. And Jeff Akuta, cornerback still available. Derek Brown, defensive tackle. Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle. The, uh, the DT spot is a need for them as well, but it didn't matter. Probably would have got Akuda at 3. Uh, he gets 89.1% of the vote. Uh, not much to debate here. And, man, yeah. If the Lions could do this, I think it would be a huge win. The problem is their front office is awful. I I think their worst coach in the NFL, um, I think it's between the Lions and the Jets, probably the two worst coaches uh, in Patricia and Gase, but that's okay. Uh, They land a stud here. They get extra picks, an extra second this year, and an extra third next year. Uh, I just don't think they're that smart to make this work. But in the sixth pick, the Detroit Lions get Jeff Okuda, the number one corner. Moving on, number seven, the Carolina Panthers. Now, there's a lot of ways that they can go there because you got a new front office, new coaching staff, a lot of new personnel, everything's changing over. And I'm pretty excited about this. I'm going to be joining uh, Jeff Hasley, who's one of my favorite uh, writers in the NFL. He does a Carolina Panthers um, podcast, very similar to the 49ers Rush podcast. I'm going to jump on with him next week and talk NFL draft stuff. So um, wait for that one. I'm pretty excited. Jeff's Jeff's one of my favorite follows, Jeff Hasley, um, just for not only fantasy, not only draft, not only just football, he's just a good dude. So head over there and follow him if you don't already. And if you have a Carolina Panthers fan that's a friend, uh, please recommend Jeff Hasley to them as well. But anyway, they go best player available here. And I even put up a trade. Um, so it, it, the trade was the Jets try to jump up. They offer number 11 and number 68. They got the second most votes. They didn't take it. Um, but Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle... Javon Kenlaw defensive tackle, and Derek Brown still on their defensive tackle. Derek Brown's going to be the guy. And with a head coach that values toughness, Matt Rule, as much as any <laughs> coach in the NFL, this is a perfect pick. Um, you get somebody that's going to set the tone on that defense. Derek Brown steps in, number seven, to the Carolina Panthers. Now let's keep it moving, number eight, uh, in the NFC West, the Arizona Cardinals. They're on the clock. All wide receivers are still there. Now, the problem was this. Everybody had a wide receiver mocked here until they pulled off the biggest ripoff trade uh, of the year, and they go in and get DeAndre Hopkins. So this is going to allow them to pick up another premier starter at another position. So here's the spots I put up. I still put the Jets trade on there. Jets still trying to jump up. Um, they offer number 11 and number 79, but they're not going to take it. The Twitter fans say, no, let's get them a player. Javon Kenlaw, defensive tackle. Um, Mekhi Beckton, offensive tackle. And Tristan Wurfs, offensive tackle. And finally, a tackle goes off the board. My number one tackle as well. He I have him as number nine overall. Tristan Wurfs, offensive tackle, Iowa, to the Arizona Cardinals. And, you know, this would be awesome. Because you're going to get to watch Tristan Wirfs and Nick Bosa go at it for the rest of their careers. Which, you know, as as a competitor, you want best versus best. And I think that's what you would get out of that. Now, I think Nick Bosa is much better than Tristan Wirfs. Uh, but anyway, that would be fun to watch nonetheless. Number nine, the Jacksonville Jaguars who are heading in the complete wrong direction they are on the board they have a lot of draft picks so I don't see them dropping back at all I think they're going to take best player available the players I put up Javon Kinlaw defensive tackle CJ Henderson makes his first appearance cornerback Makai Beckton still their offensive tackle and Jerry Judy wide receiver you could I could literally see them go with any one of these four but if you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars and what they have done and what they continue to do defensive line is king for them um, they go Javon Kinlaw by a 41.7% vote. I was pretty shocked at the number of votes uh, that he received. But that's going to go defensive side, Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle for um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now we're into the double digits. The Cleveland Browns are on the clock, and this was one of the votest, uh, closest votes of the entire draft process. Okay. I put a trade up there. Um, you know, perhaps the Las Vegas Raiders, I think they're going to try to jump up. I really, really do. They offer number 12 and number 91. So for the Raiders to jump up from 12 to 10, just two spots, uh, they offer up an additional third round pick just to try to get up so they can get that wide receiver, Or, um, but it just doesn't happen. So that's not voted for. The trade got 12% of the vote. So the three players that I put up there were Mekhi Becton, offensive tackle, Louisville, Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle, Alabama, and corner, which I think is a need for the Browns, C.J. Henderson, cornerback, Florida. And, man, this was close between the tackles. Mekhi Becton and Jedrick Wills. And the people went with Mekhi Becton. Offensive tackle got 45% of the vote to 41% of the vote for Jedrick Wills. And I think this is what Cleveland really, really needs They've got all the star power in the world on offense. you just got to protect Baker. Uh, Baker is a bad quarterback if he does not get protection. Uh, We have seen that for two years in a row now. If he gets protection, perhaps he'll stop turning the ball over. Uh, But we'll see here. So they get Mekhi Becton, the big mammoth of a man, goes number 10 overall. All right, number 11, the New York Jets. And this one's, I got a lot of flack for this one. Because here's what I put up. I put up two, uh, I put up all three wide receivers and an offensive tackle. Personally, I think the Jets need more offensive line help. I understand they went out and spent like crazy on the offensive line and brought in five new starters, um, but I don't think any of them are quality starters. Noah Fant is not a starting tackle um, in the NFL. If you can't start on the offensive line for the Seattle Seahawks, you are not a quality starter, period. Um, so I put up Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle, Alabama, and all three wide receivers, Jerry Judy, CD lamb, Henry Ruggs. I think everybody wants the jets to take a wide receiver and perhaps they will. I think that they should take an offensive tackle that even again, staying with it, Jedrick Wills would be the best player on that offensive line day one. Now this is a very deep wide receiver class. They have lots of other picks. I think that they can pick up some wide receivers, but that's just what I have. And Twitter agreed with me, 58% said Jedrick Wills. But a lot of Jets fans jumped on there and were kind of griping. No way they're going to do this. This doesn't make any sense. Blah, 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 blah. But I disagree. Um, So anyway, Jedrick Wills goes number 11 to the Jets. Um, I I like that pick a lot. Again, uh, one of the worst front offices in the NFL. So I doubt they're that smart. (laughs) Uh, So we'll see what happens here. Now, The Las Vegas Raiders are at 12, and they could not be happier. They wanted to jump up to make sure they could get their top wide receiver on the board, but they didn't have to. Luckily, they fell to them. And so number 12, I put up Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, and C.J. Henderson. Okay, Um, I did not put Henry Ruggs on there just because I, I really do think that whenever you look at Gruden, he wants Jerry or he wants Lamb. Now, the cornerback position is huge, so I put that up there just to see, but 51% of votes went with CeeDee Lamb. Uh, which I do think is a quote-unquote Gruden's grinder. <laughs> um, he just fits the toughness, mentality, playmaking ability that Gruden seems to love. And I do think that he will value C.D. Lamb over Jerry Judy. Uh, you know, I think it's a little bit more of a preference thing for each team. Uh, I don't care if you had Ruggs number one, Judy number one, or Lamb number one, but for what the Raiders do, they value size, and playmaking ability over everything. And C.D. Lamb has that in spades. I know he's not a big wide receiver, but he is bigger than Judy and Ruggs. And C.D. Lamb, the first wide receiver off the board, they're at number 12. Which brings us to the 49ers. Um, And here we go, man. If if you would have told me, and again, I still don't think that this is the case, I don't see Jerry Judy being there at pick 13. Now, he's my number five player on my big board, which, again, if you guys want to see that, uh, that should be up by Monday on Patreon. And if you're already a subscriber, you're going to be getting all that stuff. But if you're not, uh, please head over there. Uh, that's going. To, it, it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's, I want to share it. And I want to get it out there. Uh, that's going to be there for you guys. Now... Before we get to the pick here, uh, you know another thing happened. One of my really good friends um, at Host Chuck B on Twitter, he uh, he got me started in the podcasting world. We did NFL Express. For a long time and uh, before you know whenever i first got started with the 49ers podcast but the 49ers kind of took off uh he got busy doing social work whatever else but he covers the eagles and writes for the eagles as well and he he put this out there to me and he said you know as the resident 49ers expert appreciate that chuck um he said what about this trade right here between the eagles the eagles offer number 21 and number 53 to jump up to 13 so the 49ers would fall back eight picks." but pick up a second rounder. I said no. I said, I don't want that trade, personally. I want a premier talent, and if Jerry Judy is on the board, I'm taking Jerry Judy. Now, he wants a wide receiver as well. Philly needs one bad, bad, bad. Now, they want corner help as well, but wide receiver is the key. If the Eagles trade up, it's going to be for a wide out. So if Judy's there, I say no. I responded to him, and I said, you know what? The trade makes sense. If you look at the Jimmy Johnson trade chart, those picks for the Eagles, if you add them up, equal 1170 whereas the 13th pick for the 49ers equals 1150 So he's overpaying, but I still would say no, just because Jerry Judy's there. Now, I don't think that this is a pre-draft day trade. I think this is one of those trades that would take place as the 49ers are on the clock, Um but if Judy is gone, uh, I could see the Eagles want to trade up for CD Lamb or for uh, Henry Ruggs, whatever. It don't care. Um, I'm saying no. I countered with them and said if you throw in next year's third rounder, um, then I'd be down. And he, he agreed to it, but I don't want to mess up this mock anymore. So I said, you know what? I'm going to negate that trade, even though I would do that. If he was going to throw it a third rounder next year as well, I would do it. But here are the four players that I'm going to throw up there. Um, I'm pretty sure you know how this is going to go. Uh, CJ Henderson, cornerback Florida. Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle still there, would be a perfect fit for the 49ers. Henry Ruggs, wide receiver Alabama. And Jerry Judy, wide receiver Alabama. Um. No shocker here the 49ers fans want this guy. I think we're going to be disappointed because he will be gone by 13 come draft day. But Jerry Judy wins 63.5% of the vote. The people want him, man. They want to see what he can do with Kyle Shanahan. Um so let's give the people what they want here. Turn down the big trade. Go get Jerry Judy. That's what the people want. Jerry Judy to the 49ers. Pick number 13 and everybody goes crazy. If this happens, Jerry Judy uh, uniforms are going to skyrocket to top five sellers in the NFL there's no doubt about that uh, next up pick number 14 the fighting Tom Brady's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock I put a trade up there Philly still trying to jump up uh, they're trying to move up to get that last wide receiver they offer up pick number 21 pick number 103 and a 2021 20, second but they don't take it because the Buccaneers are in win-now mode. I put up Jordan Love, uh, which, again, they didn't want that. They want to win now. DeAndre Swift and Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle, 82% said, Andrew Thomas, go get that tackle, protect Tom Brady, and allow them to try to compete now. Pick number 15, the Denver Broncos are up, and they could not be happier. Um, you know, I put up a trade. Philly's still trying to get up. Nobody wants that trade. Jonah Jackson, I think this is the first spot that he could go, the number one offensive guard. He's not a center. He's just a guard out of OSU. Love this kid's tape. I have a very high grade on him. Um I He's my number 18 overall player, Jonah Jackson, kind of one of the players that has kind of slid in a lot of the national rankings, but you watch his film. He's clean. He's a day one plug and play starter like this kid. CJ Henderson still on the board somehow cornerback from Florida and Henry Ruggs, the last of the three. I don't think it's going to be close. If Ruggs is there, they're taking him. 81.6% of the vote says Henry Ruggs, wide receiver. They pair him with Cortland Sutton, who's one of my favorite players in the NFL. Um, They're going to see how good Drew Locke is. Um, He's going to step in, and, man, that's going to be a fun team to watch. 15, Denver Broncos get Henry Ruggs. Now, um, real quick, 16, we're at the halfway point of our draft, and I'll recap this in a second. But the Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. They're not trading out there. They have a couple different needs and they're going to stay on the clock here. Here's who I put up. Yitur Matos, edge player, Penn State. He's my number two edge. Caleb von Chasen, he's my number five edge. I am not a Caleb Chasen guy uh, from LSU. Christian Fulton makes his first appearance, cornerback LSU. And CJ Henderson, cornerback from Florida. Uh, 51.2% vote went with C.J. Henderson. Um, so that, that's where we are. And so that brings us to pick 16, our halfway point. Now, uh, let's just recap real quick. Let me just do like a quick 30-second rundown. So just in case you missed it or you want to make sure who has gone off the clock. Bengals took Burrow. Washington took Young. Uh, Chargers traded up, took Tua. Giants got Isaiah Simmons. Miami got Herbert. Detroit falling back got Akuda, The Panthers got Derrick Brown. Cardinals, Tristan Wirfs. Jacksonville got Javon Kinlaw. Cleveland gets Mekhi Becton. Jets, Jedrick Wills. Oakland stays put, gets C.D. Lamb. Oh, sorry, Las Vegas. That's not going to be the last time I do that. Raiders get C.D. Lamb. 49ers get Jerry Judy somehow. Uh, Tampa Bay, Andrew Thomas. Broncos, Henry Ruggs. And the Atlanta Falcons get C.J. Henderson. Now we're into the spot where there's still premier talent. But if you look at where things start to fall... There's not a big gap from, you know, player 17 to player 40, you know, and again, back to my big board, if you didn't listen to that big board episode, I have 21 first round grades. Um, so there's still a couple of guys that are available there that are in the fir- that I do have a first round grade on, but it, it starts to drop off quickly. and And what I mean, whenever it starts to drop off quickly is players are going to start to have a lot more question marks than what we're used to. Um, now, let's get into the second half of this draft. Pick number 17 Dallas Cowboys, boo. Everybody starts booing. I put up four players, and there's a couple ways they could go Christian Fulton, cornerback, LSU. Cesar Ruiz, guard center, interior offensive lineman from Michigan. Love this kid. Um, I have him as my 19th overall player. I. I really do think that this is kind of the spot where he's going to go, um, especially with Travis Frederick retiring. I could see him stepping into the Cowboys right away. Uter Gross, Mottos, edge player, and Grant Delpit, safety, LSU. Jerry loves big school, big name guys, and it's a huge position of need as well. I have them go, and the people have him going with, with 34.5% of the vote, Grant Delpit, safety lsu goes to the dallas cowboys he's going to have a star on his helmet and they're going to sell a lot of jerseys there (laughs) pick number 18 the miami dolphins they already got justin herbert earlier they are back on the clock at 18 and here's who they got josh jones offensive tackle houston his first appearance he's kind of a high ceiling developmental prospect the premier four tackles are gone and now this is what I mean whenever I say you're into the question mark territory this is a guy that has shown he could do it but he's not there yet Caesar Ruiz offensive lineman from Michigan Zach Bond who I think would be a perfect fit for Miami he's a perfect 3-4 end uh, super high effort energy guy and Justin Jefferson wide receiver LSU um, but the people said nope Let's protect Justin Herbert. 47.5% voted for Josh Jones' offensive tackle, and he goes in his very first spot. You know, the first time I put him in the poll, uh, he was gone. Maybe I got to include him a little bit earlier, but Josh Jones' offensive tackle, he's going to meet up with Justin Herbert for the Miami Dolphins and kind of solidify uh, that left tackle spot that they traded away Larry, Laramie Tunzel for. Next up, we got 19, the Las Vegas Raiders. They are back on the clock. They have already selected CD Lamb. Now, which way are they going to go? Uh, you got your wide receiver. There's still some needs on that defense, but they spent in free agency, and they have a lot of players in place. Uh, the, the Raiders roster is not as bare as it used to be uh Christian Fulton quarterback LSU, Jordan Love quarterback Utah State. You know, I think that this is a real spot where the quarterback could go. There no doubt uh Carr is on a short leash there with Gruden, uh Kenneth Murray linebacker and Patrick Queen linebacker. Even though I don't think linebackers is big in need as they went out and paid for uh Corey Littleton from the Rams. But the people 40% of the vote majority They said Christian Fulton, cornerback, LSU to the Raiders. So they're going to build from the outside in. C.D. Lamb wide receiver, Christian Fulton, cornerback. Two premier players. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big fan <laughs> of this kid, Christian Fulton. My number twelve overall player. I just think he has a super high ceiling. Uh, but there are some question marks there. But they get a stud there. Number twenty, Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, they selected Javon Kinlaw earlier. This is their second pick of the draft. They get. Let's see here. The three players in the trade: Xavier McKinney, safety, Alabama. Jeff Gladney, cornerback TCU, and Justin Jefferson, wide receiver LSU. But I also put in a trade. New England, they're going to be making a move at some point. Believe you me. They offer number 23 and number 98. And so they're going to be, I mean, they're trying to jump up. And the people agree. (laughs) New England, they want them to jump up and get their quarterback of the future. 41.5% said do the trade. So, again, Jacksonville gives up number 20. They fall back three spots. New England jumps up from 23 to 20 and offers a third round pick, number 98. And what happens is the Patriots go ahead and select their quarterback of the future, quarterback from Utah State. Jordan Love. Um, yeah, he's going to. I think he sits. They give Jared Stidham the chance. Jordan Love takes his time, and he'll step in and be the next Belichick quarterback. Super high ceiling. Yeah, he's just got to learn how to not turn the ball over. Uh, that's kind of where he's at. On to pick number 21. The Eagles kept trying to jump up the entire time and were unsuccessful. They're going to have to pay a premium Uh, once it comes actual draft day if they want to get one of those top-tier wide receivers. There still are wide receivers available, though, that are starters. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver LSU. Xavier McKinley, safety LSU, Jeff Gladney, cornerback TCU, and Denzel Mims, wide receiver from Baylor, big fan favorite. They go with the safe wide receiver, I think probably one of the highest floor wide receivers in this draft. That's Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU. He is the last player um, with the first round grade for me, Uh, number 21 on my big board, and he goes number 21 to uh, the eagles i know that this is a very popular pick outside um with most mock drafts but it just fits if for some reason the eagles can't jump up and get one of those three top tier wide receivers it just seems like justin jefferson would be a perfect fit um with carson wentz all right moving on number 22 the minnesota vikings they have two first round picks after trading away stefan Diggs, so wide receivers in need but they've lost a lot of people on defense as well. Corners, edge, defensive tackles, a lot of needs. Um, so here we go. Yatir um, edge player. A.J. Terrell, cornerback from Clemson, makes his first appearance. Denzel Mims, wide receiver Baylor again. And Cesar Ruiz. They want a wide receiver. 37.8% of the votes say go get your wide out. Denzel Mims, wide receiver Baylor, he is going to step in and try to join um, the, the Minnesota Vikings, and he'll be playing opposite of Adam Thielen. So still a very solid wide receiver core. Curious to see how that would fit there. Um, moving on to 23. Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock for a third time today. They got J- Javon Kinlaw earlier. Then they traded back with the Patriots. So let's see what they're going to do here. Jeff Gladney, cornerback, TCU. Trayvon Diggs makes his first appearance, cornerback, Alabama. Xavier McKinney, safety. Jalen Rieger, wide receiver. They go cornerback to replace uh, Jalen Ramsey that they traded away, and they get Trayvon Diggs. Cornerback Alabama makes his first appearance and is gone uh, at pick number 23. So Javon Kinlaw, they get Trayvon Diggs, and they get an extra third-round pick that they can use on another position later. Next up is the New Orleans Saints, who have one of the deepest rosters in the NFL. Um, I think if you put you know top four teams in the NFL, I think the Saints, 49ers, Chiefs, and Ravens, and I don't think it's close with anybody else. Uh, those four teams, uh, no uh, that no particular order. But the Saints, they're a couple positions away from winning the whole thing. Um, definitely <laughs> a quality championship-type roster. But let's see what they do here. Um, I gave them four players because I don't think they're going to trade back. I think they need studs now. Patrick Queen, linebacker LSU, Kenneth Murray, linebacker OU, Jeff Gladney, cornerback TCU, and Jalen Rager, wide receiver TCU. And it was close. Uh, you know, nobody wanted Jeff Gladney here, but with 34.8% of the vote, Patrick Queen, LSU guy, stays home, joins the Saints. He will start day one. Um I think that's a perfect fit, and kind of that's where he will probably end up going, especially with the signing of Emmanuel Sanders. Everybody had a wide receiver going to that spot, but it's not near as much a need now. Uh, number 25, the Minnesota Vikings back on the clock. They got Denzel Mims earlier. Um, so let's put up a lot of the same guys we had. Um, add in A.J. Terrell, corner Clemson, tall, physical corner, Jeff Gladney, cornerback TCU, Yeter Gross, Matos, and Cesar Ruiz. They go A.J. Terrell, 39% of the vote. They get that tall physical corner. Um, You know, (laughs) Zimmer seems to love those guys, and it's a perfect fit there. The Miami Dolphins, they are back up. Third pick in the first round. They have already gotten Justin Herbert, their quarterback, and Josh Jones, their offensive tackle. What are they going to do at pick 26? On the clock. Um, On the board, they have Xavier McKinney, Safety Alabama, Jalen Rager, Wide Receiver, Zach Bond, Edge, Cesar Ruiz. The people voted. I was pretty shocked by this one, actually. I thought Zach Bond was going to be a Um, shoe-in. 32.6% said Xavier McKinney. You trade away Fitzpatrick in Alabama Safety, why not replace him (laughs) with an Alabama Safety the Dolphins wind up with a really good first round. Justin Herbert, Josh Jones, and Xavier McKinney. Uh, that is a solid start to a rebuild. Um, you know, I'm, Again, as I said, I'm not a Herbert guy. I really am. I'm, I'm not. But you're going for so much upside with Josh Jones. The quarterback is a need. You got to get one. Xavier McKinney, he's a super safe play. I think he could fall to the second round. But he's a guy that will step in and start day one. The Seattle Seahawks. They are on the clock at pick number 27. I wanted to put a third round running back here just because that seems to be what they do. Uh, But I went ahead and against, you know, (laughs) Cooler heads prevailed, and I put up there the four best players that I thought would fit their roster. Um, Uter Gross Matos Edge, Caleb Von Chasen Edge, Cesar Ruiz, and Austin Jackson Offensive Tackle USC. 34.8% was the winner in the votes. Caleb Von Chasen, who the name is big and he's explosive freak athlete and all that stuff. Probably some of the worst game film, um, of a premier player that I have graded out of LSU. Um, I want to put a third round grade on him. Um, I, I put a second, but I do think he's going to go in the first round just because it's a terrible edge class. If Caleb Von Chasen came out last year, he would have went in the third round. Um, he would have waited a long time, but, uh, the, This is a type of player that the Seattle Seahawks would love. High upside, whatever else. They don't really care about production or whatever else. They do their own thing. But the Seattle Seahawks get Caleb Vaughn chasing. Pick number 28 as we are winding this bad boy down. The Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. Um, Again, one of the top rosters in the NFL. So let's see what they're going to do. Kenneth Murray, linebacker OU, Jonah Jackson, offensive guard OSU, Yeter Gross mottos, Edge, and A.J. Epinesa, Edge, Iowa. Uh, The people did not listen to me. Jonah Jackson would have been the perfect fit here, and I'm scared if they get them because Marshall Yonda just stepped out. Hall of Fame offensive guard. Um, Why not plug it in with the best offensive guard in this draft and you just don't skip a beat for a run team? But he got the least amount of votes. They go Kenneth Murray, linebacker OU, 35.7% vote. So Kenneth Murray is heading to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, The defense definitely has a need at Mike linebacker, and he's the last of the kind of premier first-round grade linebackers. I don't even have a second-round linebacker after Isaiah Simmons, Patrick Queen, and Kenneth Murray. It's a huge drop-off this year. Next up, 29, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, didn't put a trade up there. They've got a handful of picks. Um, here's what I put up there. A.J. Epinesa, guard Iowa. Yeter Grossmato, still there. Don't know how. Austin Jackson, offensive tackle, USC. And Raquan Davis gigantic defensive tackle from Alabama uh he just kind of seems like exactly what the Titans would want in a defensive player but with 36.4 percent of the vote you guys said give them AJ Epinesa edge Iowa now I'm not the biggest fan of AJ Epinesa but I do think this would be a perfect fit um I have a second round grade on the kid um But for a defensive coach that just loves big-bodied defenders, (laughs) tough guys, uh, that is a good fit. With Vrabel there, that's a perfect fit. The Green Bay Packers, they are up at pick number 30. What are they going to do? And this one had an exact tie. Uh, Let's go through it. I'll tell you who. But uh, I get to break the tie. You know, that's kind of my thing. Uh, But whatever. Jalen Rager, wide receiver TCU. T. Higgins, wide receiver Clemson. Austin Jackson. And Ross Blacklock, defensive tackle, TCU, with forty percent of the vote. Jalen Rager and T Higgins tied completely, uh, exactly forty and a half percent to be exact. And so I went ahead and broke the tie. I gave the player that was much higher on my board. Um, let's see here. I gave them Jalen Rager. I'm trying to look at my big board just to see the exact numbers. I have Jalen Rager as my number twenty six. I have T. Higgins as my number 41. So there's a little bit of a gap there uh, for me personally. Uh, Both stud wide receivers, but Jalen Rager goes number 30 overall to the Green Bay Packers. Um, They get that wide receiver to go opposite. Um, And then we get to the 49ers. Here we go. On the clock at number 31. Growing sentiment says trade out. Um, You know, all the different offers I got, the best trade that I could find was the Houston Texans. They offered their second and third round pick, which Bill O'Brien's not smart, so he will overpay. Number 40 and number 90 overall is the trade that is presented to the 49ers. Now who's on the board? Uh, Caesar Ruiz, inside offensive lineman for Michigan, Austin Jackson, offensive tackle USC, and Jeff Gladney. Cornerback from TCU. You know, Trayvon Diggs is gone at cornerback. You have AJ Terrell is gone at cornerback. They're probably the best fits in the first round. Jeff Gladney fits the physicality, the production, the play style. He's just short. He's 5'10, but he plays big and he plays his best against big uh, wide receivers. Austin Jackson, he is a super high ceiling offensive tackle that needs a little bit time to develop. He would get that with the 49ers. It's Cesar Ruiz, which, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, If Cesar Ruiz is on the board at 31, I am not trading back. I think he steps in and starts center day one. Um, I am not sold long-term at center. Uh, Western Richburg hasn't been healthy. I think you could cut him if you draft Ruiz and save some money. Ben Garland's 32, going to be 33 years old this year. I don't think he's a long-term answer there. Um, So Cesar Ruiz, I think, could start at center or guard for the 49ers currently, but center would be the spot. But that's not what the people want. The people want a trade, (laughs) and the people get a trade. The Houston uh, Texans trade up. The 49ers trade out. Uh, The 49ers are going to get pick number 40 and pick number 90, and the Texans jump up and get T. Higgins at wide receiver. Um, He received 52% of the vote. And now the 49ers got to wait. Now, we're going to extend this. I'm going to go all the way to pick 90, but I'm going to (laughs) skip. Let's finish the first round here, and then I'll let you know the two picks that the 49ers got uh, by falling back, just so we can kind of wage and gauge um, exactly if this trade is quote-unquote worth it. Now at pick 32, the last pick in the first round, and I appreciate you guys staying with me. Hopefully you enjoyed this. It took a lot of time to put this bad boy together, Uh, but pick number 32. Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champs are on the clock. Um, DeAndre Swift, running back Georgia. I think running back is a real possibility for them. Jonathan Taylor, running back Wisconsin. Yeter Grossmato's edge. Don't know how he is still there. No way in the world this guy makes it out of the first round. He's my number two edge player. Um, And then Cesar Ruiz, offensive guard uh, center from Michigan and I hate to do this. Uh, you guys said 38.7%. Most votes goes to offensive guard slash center for Michigan, Caesar Ruiz. Boy, does this hurt. Uh, I hate that they got this player and the 49ers passed on him. But in this mock, that's what the people wanted. Now, that's the entire first round. Now, if we jump down, um, you know, I, I simulated the rest, and I went through and kind of paired up in the second round who I thought would be gone. So just quickly, uh, no teams or whatever, all the way down to 40. These are the players from 33 to 39 that were gone. Eterger Matos, he's off the board. Austin Jackson's gone. Jonah Jackson's gone. Brandon Ayuk, Ross Blacklock, Zach Bond, and Jeff Gladney, all gone. So the 49ers are up, and this is what I put up there, okay? With the 40th pick, this is the first pick in uh, that the 49ers got in trading back with the Houston Texans. And here's the players I put up. Matt Hennessy, interior offensive lineman, Temple. Um, Love this kid. He can play center guard. He is my second-rated center. He is my third-rated offensive guard. He is tough. Uh, Decent chance this guy goes late first round, early second. Um, Damon Arnett, cornerback OSU. He started opposite of Jeff Okuda. Very, very clean, crisp. Uh, corner, cover corner guy, very long. Uh, I know Eric Crocker's pretty high on him as well. Anton Winfield Jr., safety, Minnesota. He was everybody's crush in the 49ers' Twitter sphere until the 49ers re-signed Jimmy Ward. Uh, that kind of lowered the talk for Anton Winfield Jr. And then Lucas Niang, offensive tackle TCU, who I think is a guy that, again, could start at guard and tackle long-term. And he gave up one sack in three years at TCU. Just a guy that gets it done, plays in and play out. So those are the four options. Um, if I was choosing here, again, I believe in interior offensive linemen. I would take Matt Hennessy. I'm a really big fan of him, but he got the third most votes. Second most votes, Anton Winfield. But the 49ers understand, and this is not a bad pick whatsoever, cornerback is going to be an issue long-term. They go get Damon Arnett, cornerback, OSU, at pick 40, and he competes day one. Um, opposite of Richard Sherman. It's going to be down between him and Emmanuel Mosley, but long term, uh, it might be good for Damon Arnett to sit and rotate in um, and then possibly start whenever, you know, Akella Witherspoon and Richard Sherman are in their last years of their contract. So that's pick 40. Now we jump all the way down to pick 90. And what I did for this one is I jumped over to the draft network. Dot com and i went to number 90 on their big board and plugged players in that would be available at this point now obviously somebody could fall but we get four names here that i think are good fits and again if we look back at what the 49ers have gotten they got jerry judy at pick 13 they trade back they get damon arnett cornerback uh, still some more needs but this is at the end of the third round pick number 90 The four players I put on the board, Nick Harris, center Washington. Love this kid's film. Now, the big red flag for Nick Harris is whenever he went to the senior bowl, especially in one-on-ones, he got blown up. He is an undersized center, uh, very, very smart, intelligent, started forever, but he does struggle anchoring. Now, we're in the end of the third round, and there's a reason why these people are there. If he can learn how to anchor, he would be a day-one starter. But, um... Fits the zone system perfectly and is only a center. That's at Washington. Thaddeus Moss, tight end LSU. This is Randy Moss's son. uh, Receiving threat slash blocker. Do it all. He would be the number two tight end, which we know the 49ers have been actively shopping for a tight end uh, because Kyle Shanahan loves two tight end sets. Um, that's Thaddeus Moss, and then Matthew Pert, offensive tackle, UConn, wow, Uh, 6'7", just giant man, barely 300 pounds, looks like a tight end out there, Um, he's a tackle, he could not play guard, I don't think you would put him at guard, he would be sit and watch, be a swing tackle year one, then step in for Staley, and then Kenny Willickies, edge player out of Michigan State, the 49ers have already had meetings with him at the Combine, he also put out, the acrobatic video doing flips and backhand springs and all that stuff. So we know he's on the 49ers roster, um, and every team can't get enough edge players. Now, the way the vote shook out, they wanted to go uh, <laughs> luxury pick here. Thaddeus Moss, tight end LSU, 38.5% vote is the pick. And boy, would that be fun. I do wish that, you know, I think center, offensive tackle are much more pressing needs. But this is somebody that can compete now. And if you feel that the 49ers have a, you know, their window for a championship is now, which I think it is, um, the question is immediate need versus long-term need. Uh, That's kind of where that goes. But uh, Thaddeus Moss, awesome draft haul. Before we traded DeForest Buckner away, we just had pick 31. Uh, So we trade away DeForest Buckner, and then we get Jerry Judy for him. And then we get, you know, a trade back from 31, and we get Damon Arnett and Thaddeus Moss. I like it. I like it. I think this would be a great draft haul. I think a lot of 49ers fans would like it, I uh, would be very happy with that. But um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I know it's been, you know, a little bit of a longer podcast, but it, this is kind of what we're talking about. And this is what teams are doing. So, appreciate it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Let me know how it is. Please rate, review the show, and subscribe. And again, if you want part of that draft book and big board and all the stuff that comes with that, head over to patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. Subscribe over there. It's eight bucks a month. Um, and if, again, uh, money is a concern, please email me at 49 uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Money is not the issue fandom is love you guys hopefully everybody is staying safe and staying inside and we will be back with you guys shortly and until then stay strong faithful
0: this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding